Welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert. Only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, we are... The Review Queens. For access to additional reviews and tidbits on our weekly, members-only, after-show companion podcast, plus videos, merch discounts, and much, much more, visit our Patreon. Much more. Much more. Much more. The Fantastics, anyone? (laughs) Then go ahead and visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Oh, Chelsea, how what what? How what where? It's time to get birthday drunk. What you talking about? I'm talking about birthday slump. Bend it over, get your birthday song. Let the dress come up. Show your birthday thumb. One time for the birthday bitch. Two times for the birthday. It's Chelsea's birthday. my birthday song today's june 22nd everyone and it's chelsea's 19th birthday oh my goodness happy birthday thank you happy birthday meryl streep as well oh look at that it is just a celebratory day Chelsea, how was your birthday going? Thank you for spending it with us. Oh my goodness. I would spend it with no one else. Um, My birthday's great. Thanks for asking. I mean, just grateful to have another year around the sun, traveling through time and space with you, Try. What are your favorite things about birthday celebrations? Do you have any favorite things or disfavorite things? Oh, you know, it's so hard for me because I was such a big birthday person for such a long time in that I always would do an event for years, years. We would go to a Dodgers game every year. For years, I did the Hollywood Bowl every year with a big group. And uh, it's just so sad to say, but like, you know, COVID sort of canceled those big, huge moments where we can all be Mm -hmm. together in a public space and feel comfortable. So I've been a little bit more low key this year, I gotta say. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, I think it's good. I'm just happy as long as I'm celebrating with someone. I don't I don't like to do the big birthday dinners stress me out. That's why I'm like more of an events girl. I'm like, buy a ticket to the yeah. game. We'll go. You want to buy yourself a hot dog? Go ahead. I get stressed out with the traditional birthday dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Like who's gonna pay the check? Ugh God. I can't. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a special way that you like to celebrate your birthday? I think the older I've gotten, the less I want to like even do anything. Like separate birthdays. Right. For many years, this is a weird tale that I could expound on in the after show perhaps. Sure. For my 26th birthday... Okay. I went to a pottery painting place and invited a bunch of people to come and join. 
And while I was painting a coffee mug, I booked my first television series. <gasps> I got a phone call saying I was cast. Oh my cast. God, that's so cool. And so then it became like, well, I got to do this every year because good things happen and I'm doing this on my birthday. <laughs> oh my God, now you're making me feel like I got to go to a pottery place stat. Well, it never repeated itself. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to not do this anymore. And then now, I don't know, I'm just sort of like, meh, I'd rather just like sit around and not do anything. But my husband is the complete other side of the scale. He loves to have huge super spreader. No. <laughs> he loves to have huge, ginormous parties. He once rented out a bar and did a 90s themed birthday party where everyone came dressed up in 90s outfits. Oh, so fun. I love that. One year, he rented out a, a restaurant and we did animal nose party where everyone had to wear animal noses. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, yeah. So, we experience all of that on all sides. But yeah, well, even though it, it is your birthday, Chelsea, mm-hmm. I am curious. Is there anything that isn't making you happy? Is there anything that you want to... Lodge a complaint. About today on your birthday? Yeah, there is actually. Uh-oh. So, I... I love candles. If you're thinking about getting me a belated birthday gift, go ahead and send me a lovely candle that isn't synthetic and I'm going to be very happy about it. However, I hate when I'm burning a candle, the wick is burned through and there's still a ton of wax there yes. that has not burned. And like, what do I do? Am I supposed to throw away the candle? Am I supposed to like melt it and make a new candle? That feels like a lot of work. What, like, what? It just feels like such a waste. There's all that deliciously scented wax, and I don't have any way to to keep it burning. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's why I love those candles that have multiple wicks because it yes. makes me feel like I'm getting little, more little of more, the wax. Yeah, a little more secure about like the, the distribution. Have you ever like played with a candle wax like as it's burning and then like the next time you go to look at it and it's like you can't get to the wick. So you have to like tilt it and like try to illuminate it and then like let some of the wax pour out. Have you ever experienced any of that? Yeah, I mean... I used to play with the the wax a lot because I used to like that, you know, I like it between my fingers, you know, that rent experience. Oh, well, good. Yeah, I didn't I haven't really done that since I was a kid, but I've definitely had a situation where the wick kind of gets waxed over in a way or like something happens to the wick where it's like the wick is there buried wick is there as well and it can't be lit. And that's that's probably even more frustrating. Mm. maddening do you remember that trend like maybe in the early 2000s of like paraffin paraffin wax like yes. you would dip your hand in Ooh. or your feet oh it felt so good i love a good paraffin wax not gonna lie it's always the add-on when you're getting a mani-pedi like and do you want to mm. do the paraffin like how do i say no i mean my feet mm-hmm. and my hands are so dry and they make you feel so smooth yes all right, Trey, since it is my birthday, I guess I will grant you one wish and allow you to lodge a complaint as well today. So do you have a complaint that you want to lodge? <sighs> All right. Today, I actually have a serious complaint. So oh, no. okay. I was doing some research because mm-hmm. I've been taking more financial control in my life. Right. And I discovered that I had fraudulent activity on my MasterCard. This Uh-oh. fraudulent activity dates back to May of 2021. Oh, that's, oh my goodness. That's right. You mentioned that. Today is June 22nd, 2022. I've been being charged $29.99 a month. Oh my God. Since May of 2021. 
and I have no idea what it is. Have you have you since calculated to see how much that is? Yes. Oh no, I haven't added it up, but because oh I'm too God. upset. But what I did do is I disputed all of the charges one by one. You have to fill in this thing online. So one I did at a that. time. Yes, you have to. It's like transaction one, and then you do the date, the name of the vendor, and the cost. And wow. so, and this has been going on. I mean, it's three pages of charges. <gasps> so oh I did God. that, right? Exhausting. And it was like, due to the number of transactions, like a pop-up happened. It was like, right. you will be contacted by a representative in three to five business days. Okay. So I was like, okay, great. Like, I have to go to work. Like, this sounds like a representative me. conversation anyway, truly. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So then today, I was like, oh, I still haven't heard anything back from that. So I called MasterCard. Okay. And we looked through it and they were like, how many transactions did you select? And I was like, I don't know. It's like three pages. They're like, you did not select two charges. And I was like, what? Wait, what? They're like, there's two charges you didn't select. So because of that, it was deemed not fraudulent. Wait, so there, so you, so out of the like three pages mm-hmm. of, of things that you wrote down, you missed two somehow. Correct. And because you missed two from that vendor, None of them. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because it looks like a re- it's a recurring charge. And because I didn't right. tag two of them as fraudulent, MasterCard said, oh, well, they're trying to pull a fast one because they they processed two charges, but they're wanting to charge these other 90. So now I'm in a holding pattern Ridiculous. once again. And this is a fraudulent oh charge. Uh, some company in England. Wait, so this is still not resolved? No. Oh, my God. But I had to, I did have to lock the card, the account and like cancel it. So I got the new card in the mail today. So when I was on the phone with the representative, I was like, why would I have locked my card and gotten a new entirely different 16 digit number, have to update all of my bills if I was like trying to pull a fast one? And he was like, you know, I can like resubmit this with this two additional charges. I was like, yes, thank you. So I'll keep everyone updated. But that's really my complaint. Don't take my identity. No. How Especially dare you? Especially if you're British. How dare you? How very dare you? How very dare. I don't even want to live my life sometimes. Why do you? Especially from a queen. My goodness. Oh, how, how dare you? Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Let Chelsea eat her birthday cake. And give Trey his identity back. But, you know, once I feel like oftentimes my complaints lead back to things I am responsible for. I should have clocked this many months ago. One could even say a year ago. Uh, but sure. uh, anyway, I'm dealing with that. So my complaint is stealing identities. Don't do that. Complaint heard. Complaint added to the ledger try. I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. So and I sorry. hope you're able to light your birthday candles. Tonight. <laughs> I will. I will soldier on in your honor. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, should we jump into some online reviews for your birthday? Yeah, I think we should. There's no other way I'd rather celebrate my birthday than with a fine helping of online reviews. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you the review break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. That's right. What do you have for us today, Trey? All right. In honor of your birthday. Oh my goodness. Okay. I have... Mm. Okay. A one-star Yelp review... Yeah. 
for a restaurant because I know you love restaurant reviews. That's true. I do. So this is for a restaurant in Manhattan called 11 Madison Park. Okay. This is written by Amal S. How do you spell it? A-M-A-L. Okay, great. Updated review. Seriously. I am negating my previous glowing raves for this Mm. place solely on the pathetic way we were treated upon entering. I have touted this place forever to everyone as one of the cream of the NY crop. Hmm. You not only lost my business and that of a major U.S. CEO, but I will be sure to share this awful experience as much as the good ones. My friend and I love to dine well, and that's the only way we dine. (laughs) We like to sit at the bar, less stuff, but we drop some serious coin. Here's the setup. We walk in. Can I help you? Yes, we would like to have dinner at the bar and a couple bottles of wine. Well, the bar is full right now. No problem. We can wait. We will just grab a drink. We have a no standing room policy, so you can't. (gasps) What do you mean? There are a lot of pubs in the area. If you would like, I could Mm. recommend a couple places. We stare at each other like this troll is kidding. Half the people at the bar were standing, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. We looked at him and said, no, thanks. We don't need a pub recommendation. Walked out, whisked in a cab uptown to Maria, where we were treated like gold. Amazing dinner, two bottles of a white burgundy, parentheses at 300 a pop, and not a worry. He could have offered to take a look at the bar and see if anyone was closing a tab, question mark. Getting ready to leave, question mark. Something. But a pub, four question marks. Are you F-N kidding me? Three question marks. I know you guys don't need the business. But the person they turned away was a very frequent diner as I am. Probably 25 to 30 visits a year between us. As Julia Roberts said, big mistake. Five exclamation marks. We don't expect anything more than a proper courtesy. But the way he treated us, I will no longer stop in for my overpriced, yet perfect, weekly martini. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I love ending with idiots. I just have to tell you, there is nary a capital letter in this entire review. Not a single capitalization anywhere in this review, anywhere to be found. But there is punctuation. So many question marks. Yeah. And a lot of ellipses, a lot of exclamation marks. Yeah. Oh my goodness, a mall. All right. There were a few times where I was confused as to whether or not Amal was speaking about themselves in the first person Mm -hmm. or they were referring to the person that they were with. Like in the section when they say like they pissed them off and also a CEO or something like that. Are they the CEO? Are they saying like they pissed me off and also my friend who is a CEO? 
And then later they said something again. Mm-hmm. The person they turned away was a very frequent diner. Was a very was frequent an diner. And then they said, exactly. And then they said that they were a frequent diner. So it's like, are you speaking in the third person? Or are you saying that you're a frequent diner and your friend is a frequent diner? And like together they're going to like, because they did say at one point, like the cumulative loss of both of these people was big. They did like s- explicitly say that at one point, right? Yes. Yeah, so I did do a little research on Amal S. Oh, okay. And they are very rich. They must be rich, bitch. Both in purse and in the way they review. So they really do not like to use the caps lock. And they frequently speak about how wealthy they and their clients are. So I'm clients. unsure exactly okay. what it is that Amal does, okay. but Amal takes lots of fancy business people to dinners or lunches and frequently communicates about dropping lots of money. Yeah. So Seemed I do think because theme. there's, I think the grammar here, the punctuation is really bad. Right. Uh, they don't use commas, which I think would help us indicate when they're speaking of themselves and when they're right. speaking of a client. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, I mean, there was so much in here, you know, that like $300 a pop, like, I don't need to know how much money no. you spent. I'm really trying to separate my immediate gut reaction, which is just like, ew, gross. Why are you flaunting your money like oh this? Oh my God, it's a Karen. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the person should have responded negatively in the way that like, the way that Amal is saying it it does seem like they're like, maybe there's some pubs you can try. Like, you know, but I don't know if I can trust them or if they're the type of person that's just going to get annoyed with anyone because they seem like they're really above everybody else and they feel that way about Mm -hmm. themselves. And while I feel on the one hand, be rich, bitch. Yeah, make your money. Like, be a CEO. Like, I'm supporting that. I I don't think that you should live small you know if you've made something of your life and you want to experience life to the fullest that's fine but there's something about this that just feels it's a turnoff it is interesting to me because it does seem that amal is presenting a case that they and i'm also gathering this from looking at other reviews but they sure they take people to dinner that are important right so what's interesting to me is why would you not have made a reservation because they explicitly said that they like to sit at the bar. But would you do that like with a client? I mean, I guess Amal does. So it doesn't matter if I would. But I guess like, Amal does. Or like in this case, was it a client? I mean, I was impressed by the two bottles of wine for two people. I was like, all right, oh we are committing gosh. to a bottle each at the beginning. Got it. Well, it says two bottles of white burgundy. Is that white burgundy? Wine? Oh, bur- What's burgundy, burgundy wine. Like burgundy. red wines or a white wine? I know. That's why I thought white burgundy. But you're right. Amal does say my friend. They don't say client. In right. This review. So like, I think maybe Amal and this yeah. friend like to hit what up. What do you think of the no standing room? I think it's weird. Okay. So white burgundy wines referred to as white burgundies are Chardonnay based wines from France. Easter. Oh, burgundy. Oh, God. Okay. I didn't even so, pick up. so it's like from Burgundy. It's white. It's Chardonnay right. that is from Burgundy. But that makes me think that they know what they're talking about a little bit. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, there is a certain caliber of people. I think this is an expensive place if I'm thinking of the right place in my mind. Like this mm-hmm. is like a $4 sign kind of situation in this restaurant. It is a fancy swanky place, yeah. Yeah, so just trying to put into my mind what can be gathered from this review if I am, this was, you said it was one star. What is this? One star. One star. So if I am looking up this restaurant, I'm deciding whether or not I want to go there. I look to the one stars right away because I'm like, I don't want to see any red flags that I'm not comfortable with. If I read this review, one, what am I gathering? And two, is it a deal breaker? I don't think it's a deal breaker for attending the restaurant. It's just so interesting to me because I think the conceit of this review is very specific. Right. Like, I don't know. It, it I, I would imagine that if it is a fancy restaurant and they then like having a no standing room policy at the bar, probably like, okay, I mean, fancy restaurants have rules. When was this review written? In 2013. Okay, cool, cool, cool. For a second, when you said that, I'm like, is this a COVID thing? Right. No. But like, I mean, I get Amal's point was like, why didn't they go and check? But they said people were standing. Right. I don't know. Do we believe that? Do we think that's truthful or do we think Amal's being shady? shady? What's occurring to me is that Amal was offended by the pub comment, which like, it's pub, like a lower class phrase. Like, yes. I mean, I guess. Okay. Because it doesn't occur the way to me. I mean, like, because the implication there is like, we don't have standing room because like, we don't like people loitering around. Like, we want people to have a like luxurious bar experience. And then a pub is much more of an environment where, like, casual. it's casual. There's potentially sawdust on the floor. You can <laughs> pack them in. It's just about getting the alcohol in and being loud and obnoxious or whatever. I don't know. Like, any kind of stereotypes that come along with it, specifically to somebody that considers themselves so above it all. Right. You know, even if for like me, it was like, oh, go to a pub or maybe you would be like, all right, cool. Yeah, we should go to a pub. But for somebody like this, that is like, you want me to go to a lower class establishment? Excuse me. What are you saying? Like, am I not good enough for you? Right. Is my money not good enough for you? Well, it's interesting to me because I think choosing a Julia Roberts quote from the movie Pretty Woman is Mm -hmm. like... Like, that's someone who is low class, who is being paid to have a high class experience and is being judged. And so they get right. to be pretentious and say, you m- judged me by the cover of the book. Right. So, like, I wouldn't choose that character to explain that I'm high. I actually am high class and you've made a huge mistake because I dropped $300. You know what I mean? Like, I would I wouldn't choose. It's an interesting point, is, but it is like yes. at this point in the zeitgeist as an expression, like anybody in any situation is uh, like, big mistake, oh, huge. like you didn't invite me in. Like, oh, you like you cut me off last in the bakery line. Big mistake. Big huge. I would have bought you out. Like, I don't know. Like any anything can be compared to that. So it's sort of like a trite thing to say in the first place. Like, oh your business is so unbelievable it's really placing yourself at the center of a narrative that feels on point for amal right like i think amal's very much the center of amal's universe and i think that the only thing that i can latch on to in terms of a takeaway that i'm happy to know is the standing room only thing like that does seem a little bit 
or the no standing room rather is unusual. So that's something that I would want to know. Like, oh, oh, good to know. Okay. So if we can't get a seat at the bar, then I should have a backup plan, you know, because there's no standing room. Like that's like good information. But the unfortunate thing about this review is that it's so buried beneath just heavy piles reeking of pretension. And I'm starting to doubt whether or not anyone that was going to this restaurant would even get that point. I don't know. So I just went to 11 Madison Park's website. Okay. And they take reservations for the bar. Oh, interesting. Because my thought was, while you were just saying that, is if there's no standing room, I wonder if they take reservations. Right. So once again, here I am. I think the value here is that if you want to go here, you need to prepare ahead of time, which right. I don't think is bad. I think lots of no. places are like that. You yeah. can't just expect to pop in. I also think the information within this review, I don't know if it's common, is that like it seems to me that a mall was offended and then wanted to publicly punish the restaurant mm-hmm. for deeming to disgrace a mall. So to me, it sort of all occurs a little bit like this is shady, like they're wanting retribution. Correct. They're waving their money around in a way that feels very gross and like, oh, I can destroy you vibes like because I'm so wealthy and you pissed off the wrong broad. It's also weird to end with, I will no longer stop in for my overpriced yet perfect weekly martini. Like, it's weird to, like, stick it to them by telling them that their martinis are perfect. But your stuff (laughs) is great. Yeah. No, that's interesting, too, because it's, like, obviously, once again, we have someone that is very emotional about this experience and likely because they really do like it a lot. And there is pain there when you like someplace a lot and you've decided you know, whether because, you know, you're too prideful or whatever it is that you will not return to that establishment. I think there is a bit of sadness that comes with that. Like, oh, I'll never be able to experience that martini that I love or that food that I love ever again because my pride is too delicate, quite frankly. And I think that is echoed in using ending with the phrase idiots because Amal feels emotionally burned. Yes, I guess I just, I guess there's a class that I feel like I'm adding on to the story. I feel like multiple times Amal is mentioning status and class and wealth in a way that I feel like, I don't know, like I think you could, if you were really like, you've made a mistake, I was a very loyal, frequent customer. I was happy to attend and I don't know. I feel like there's a way to express how this was damaging to the restaurant because of my loyalty without saying I drop serious coin. Oh, 100%. And I feel like that's something that we come across all the time. And that is the typical Mm -hmm. pitfall of the one star review, which is that if you go too far on the Karen side of things and you lean too much into your own entitlement, then you're really losing the effectiveness of the review, even if you have a point point that is worthy of saying. It's why... James, longtime listener who came onto the show and said that he learned these tips from us, when we read the review, it did seem truthful because 
James Pepperton. I love this place. I, I, the drinks are great. This is, you know, said enough things that you're like, okay, now I'm ready to listen to what was wrong. Whereas right. if you just stay in that same bitter tone the entire time, even if it is coming out of that initial emotional response, which I get, you know, like I, I haven't written a lot of reviews, but I've sat with my sister who loves to write reviews and, or used to love to write reviews. And we've come up with some fun zingers and it's fun. But at the end of the day, in order to be effective, mm-hmm. you can't just blow the steam off, lid off, blow yeah. off the lid. Blow the lid, but I also thing. just want to the last little it? point here. It blow the lid off. Blow some you steam blow the off. Lid off. Blow some steam. <laughs> like yes. Amal's ending statement is, "We don't expect anything more than a proper courtesy." But the way he treated us, I don't even think they were treated badly. I think they used the word, "Oh, you know, we have a lot of pubs surrounding us. Go to a pub. Like you can go there." Like, and right. that was internalized as so offensive. But even your review about French Laundry, that right. I feel like they were treated much worse than Amal oh, yeah. was treated here. So it's yeah. really just like, what is going on? And there's just the spelling is so bad, I can't even explain. It's just like it's a mess. Yeah, I think I'm ready to crown. Yeah, Are let's you? do it. All right, so. Okay. Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our white burgundy ratings. Yes. The queens are tabulating. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at she'sbirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at she'sbirdie.com. Total school. Oh, I almost did one. Okay, I broke our streak of being completely unanimous. I'm holding up half crown. Trey is holding up one crown. I was very close to holding up one crown because I knew you were going to do that. But I had to stick with my guts and say half crown from RQC for everything that's already been stated that doesn't need to be restated. I just don't think it's a very valuable review. I think it's very slanted. And unfortunately, it makes them all look really bad um and it doesn't make by proxy almost ends up making the restaurant look better because she's really throwing herself under the under the bus there so that's why i had to go with a half crown why did you go with a full crown for them all i went with a full crown because ultimately i feel like i have now done more research on this restaurant that i had never heard of before and i recognize you have to have reservations we didn't talk about this in the review but it is also annoying that Amal mentioned the other restaurant where they were treated like gold. Right. Which is gross. Yes. yes. And I, I really think down. so much of this was about Amal's pocketbook rather than yeah. the restaurant itself. 
So Agreed. I went with one because I learned you need a reservation. Otherwise, wow. But I ha- I do think a mall is hilarious and they are yes. there's a wealth of hilarious reviews. So maybe in a year when we do repeat offenders again, I will come back with an mall because sh- there's a lot there. Or whenever you want, you know, we don't need to have a special episode True. for you to come with a repeat offender tray. Anytime you'd like. You want to bring another mall in, I'm ready to listen. All right, I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Thanks for asking, Trey. So today I'm going to induct Venmo and Zell just because what did we do before Venmo and Zell? I remember there were so many occasions where I would go out with like a girlfriend or somebody and they would say like, I forgot my wallet. I'll pay you back. And then you would never get paid back. And the fact that that can't happen anymore, that like Mm -hmm. nobody can ever just try to skimp out on a bill because they forgot their wallet is such a gift that would never have happened without Venmo and now Zelle, which has become more accessible as well. But really Venmo, I think, took the lid, you know, broke the lid off. I don't know. Guys, why are these expressions with lids? lids. Um, but yeah, lids, But which will be another thing. But no, I mean, Venmo really made it super easy for us to be able to do things together and not have to make servers crazy, certainly, by giving them 10 million credit cards. So much of our lives have been made easier by these money digital transfers um, like Venmo. And for that reason, I wanted to nominate Venmo as my real highness. It's a really good induction. I remember when I first moved to the North from the South, where in the South, it's like, can we split this six ways? And they would, but then you would get to New York and they're like, we won't split it more than double. So then it was like, there was, there was a time where it was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Right. It's like, do you have cash? Do you have cash? I don't have cash. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. And because it's instant. Yeah, exactly. It's instant. Zelle's great because Zelle's really instant. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's Zelle makes it really easy, but yeah, I, I, I'm not longing for a day before we had this easy system that would make it better to go out with with friends. I remember when I first moved to New York and I needed, I was short for my rent. And I remember having to go to a bodega to get a Western Union from oh my, my stepmom. Exactly. Can you imagine if she could have just zelled you? I wonder if Western Union even exists anymore. It has to, it right? It does. It definitely does. But I wonder if it's going to cease to exist at a certain point. I don't know. I feel like there's always going to be people that need that kind of thing. But like, when was the last time you got a phone book? The last time I had a phone book? Do they even print phone books anymore? I don't know. Because that's something you would think, well, there's got to be people that like still use phone books. But when was the last time you saw one? I haven't seen one. You're right. So maybe it will become obsolete. I'm sure everything will. I mean, I'm sure money itself, printed money, is going to become obsolete, which I'm a little afraid of that. But Mm, I'm kind of ready. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess in that at that point, just invest it all in gold if you're paranoid. Well, <laughs> we did it, Queen. That is another round on the RU and RQ phone book of Ferris Wheel Life. 
Yes. What a great birthday celebration. Thank you for joining me for my birthday today. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoy what you hear, please tell a friend. Okay. Give, give me a little birthday gift. Share the podcast with that person that you told you would share it with and then you forgot to text them. Just go ahead and share the podcast, please. And if you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. Please give Chelsea a little birthday gift. Go ahead and tell that enemy that you said you were going to tell, but then you forgot and then you didn't. So go ahead and do it. Tell an enemy. Yes. If you'd like to support the production of our show, which the show is completely self-produced by Trey and myself, please visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate where even a dollar tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. Or hit up our voicemail box, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. And I'm at Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y. And I'm at Trey Gerald. On today's after show pod we are rating and reviewing a five-star review for passion lubes natural water-based lube chelsea stay tuned for that chelsea this is so blue for you i know a friend did send this to me but oh my god i know so if if you want to find out what made Trey say? She wants the good juju for her vajayjay with that pleasure passion lube. And if you want to find out what made Chelsea say... Great for nursing homes. What? Then join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash review that review so that you can hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast. It's true. And happy birthday to Chelsea. Thank and for you. Chelsea's birthday gift, please remember... Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender nonspecific Chelsea Dawn. Birthday gift. Yellow Pages, Western Union, Amal. <laughs> birthday queen. Yes. Bring me that $300 burgundy queen. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Eva Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. If we had a Review That Review candle, what scent do you think it would be? Irish pub. <laughs> Irish pub. I think it would be $300 burgundy, personally. We should do both. Yes. Oh, we should see which one sells better. Okay. But now I feel like I would just want the $300 white burgundy candle. But maybe the Irish pub smells delicious. Don't judge a book by its price tag. The number one leading cause of pain after drinking is hangovers. Did you know that two thirds of the U.S. population suffer from hangovers? Did you also know that suffering is a thing of the past when you use Smart Patches? Smart Patches contains a scientifically formulated blend of vitamins, folic acid, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes, which naturally aids your body in processing alcohol efficiently and effortlessly. Smart Patches are small, discreet, and comfortable to wear, and fully water and sweatproof, designed to stay on while enjoying the pool, out in the sun, or during a workout. 
When you use our promo code QUEEN15, you get 15% off your purchase. So go ahead, try it today, and put hangovers back in the 1950s with promo code QUEEN15 at smartpatches.com.